Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On today's podcast, we are talking about the blocks that you face online. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. Hey, everybody. This is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to the Autopilot Your Business podcast. This is podcast number 78. Today, we're going to dig in and we're going to talk about the blocks that many, many, many people have when they're facing online stuff, whether they're trying to build a website, build an online presence, become that expert in their field. What sort of blocks are they and how do you get over those blocks? We're going to come up with a couple of answers. We're going to do some rapid fire solutions to a number of blocks that people always are telling us. Heather and I have both been out talking recently and people are coming up with all these blocks. So we thought, let's shoot those blocks down. Let's uh, myth bust those blocks so that we can move you forward and get it done what you need to get done. Now, of course, Heather Porter is going to help me go through these myths. Hello, Heather. Hello, Andrew, and hello, everybody. Thanks for popping back by and listening to us again. This is going to be fun for you guys, I think, because um, the like Andrew was just saying, we are out chatting to a lot of business owners and we constantly are hearing the same blocks over and over again, and we have some great solutions for you today. Yes, and uh, I think some of these blocks are ones that we've suffered ourselves, and I think we can speak from firsthand experience about why some of them were popping up and uh, what were the outcomes and how we got over those sort of things. And now that we see it and we've been through that many times and many times with our customers as well, it's not that hard if you can get the right sort of information. So that is our intention today is to get you through some of those hurdles. Absolutely. But before we do that, Andrew, I would like to know what you have learned over the last week. <laughs> uh, I've learned a lot actually in the last uh, in the last week. But here's one thing that I discovered that could be coming out soon, and I'm not surprised at all one bit, but that is some of the future phones and the phone displays that we have, our smartphones, we may even be able to detect if you have a cold or you could even analyze your DNA. So how about this, right? Researchers from a, from a university in Canada, I think it is, as well as crowning, I think, I think it's uh, corning, corning that make the glassware, have been working on this glass front for your phone that lets you check your temperature. So imagine if you're feeling a bit sick and you're not sure if you've got a temperature or not, you can hold your phone to near your head and then uh, uh, check your temperature. Or you can put your saliva on your phone display. You can spit, oh on, spit on your phone display. <laughs> and uh, it can analyze your DNA. Imagine, the, imagine what this is going to do for doctors' waiting rooms. That is crazy. Our phones are becoming everything to us. I mean, they're, they're not only our health device, but they're also a payment device. Um, and they you know tell us how many miles we walk each day. It's kind of like, you know, that's all we need in our lives now. It's our doctor, our, our credit card, all that. Really? I know. Imagine that. Like, you feel sick and you don't want to go and line up at the doctor so you spit on your phone <laughs> and you send it you send it via text and these doctors have all these 
they almost have like battery battery hens, you know, all these doctors in cubicles analyzing and looking at these messages that come through and say, yes, you've got this disease or you've got this problem or, yes, you should get into the emergency pretty quickly because we've just analyzed what you've got there. And um, it's just phenomenal what's going to happen down the track. I mean, this is, I guess, is this the step short of putting a chip, a microchip in our heads, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it's scary what's going on and uh, I think it's just, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. So that's what I discovered this week and I was having a bit of a daydream about what the potential is and um, the really, really opportunities are going to be endless when this sort of stuff comes through. It's amazing. Fascinating. What about you? What did you discover this week? Well, I have just gotten back from um, being a mentor and doing um, a bit of a talk at an event here in Australia, which is great for small business owners. And one of the other speakers talked about this really cool little tool that I've I've signed up for, and it's called Sway. So it's S-W-A-Y-Y dot C-O, Sway. And it allows you to hook up to your um, Twitter, your Facebook, and even your LinkedIn account. And what it does is it basically pulls through all the content that your community are sharing. So you can see what's trending, what the topics are that your community is interested in, and then you can actually share content directly from your dashboard in here. So what's great about it is that, again, you can see what your people want to know more about, and it gives you fantastic ideas for content, but it also gives you things to learn and give it gives you suggestions of what you could be staying up on in your own industry, which I quite like. So does that mean, when you say your community, is that people in your own membership sites or what, what are you saying when it says your community, where are they coming from? So your followers. So if you're hooked up via Twitter, it's all your followers. If you're hooked up via Facebook, it's all the people that like your page or are your friends. Same with LinkedIn, all, the, all your connections. So it goes through and analyzes what people that are following you or, or you know, are, are in your account, I suppose, are doing on, on their different accounts. And, and it takes the average or sort of sums together the most popular topics that are trending. So if you, if you were one of those people that went out and bought followers, for instance, yep. right? <laughs> Good question. And you have a range of people from all sorts of countries all over the world because that's where most of these bought followers seem to come from. If you start seeing – a lot of random information coming up in your news feed that's not even related to you, you either will know that you've bought followers or discover that you've paid for followers you thought were targeted and you're getting all these paid, you're getting all these random information. So I guess that's a that's another important part of, you know, don't go and buy followers out there because you want to build your list that's relevant to you, relevant to your target market. And this sort of tool is and this tool is going to pop up, you know, more and more as we move into more deeper social connections. But if you do have a range of different broad backgrounds from different people because you've gone and done something dubious in the past, you're gonna it's gonna be affect these tools, right? Absolutely. I'm really glad that you brought that up because we've moved from just a few short years ago, the whole quantity mindset of buying followers and likes and all that, and which is not great because now when we're starting to use tools like this and really try and engage the people that are surrounding us online, the it's skewed from the past sort of, I guess, trend of doing that. And so going forward, yeah, very, very important to just Go for the quantity, uh, the quality of what you're, you know, doing online. Really, when you are doing ads, focus on the interest, focus on the actual people that you want to be engaging with. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good, good. Okay, so that's a cool tool. I'm going to go and have a play with that. I'll check it out. I haven't used it before. 
Um, but, you know, there's always tools coming out, which I'd love to, to discover. So thank you for sharing that one. No problem at all. So we should get started. Yeah. So here's the idea, guys. What we're going to do is we're going to give you our the excuses, the blocks that we're constantly hearing. And yes, we're guilty of these as well. And then we're going to give you some solutions on how to get through them. So we're not going to go too deep in the solutions because we've got about what, seven or eight blocks that we've come up with that we've identified. And you will probably relate to one or two or some of them. Um, we want to give you some solutions, what, what you can do to avoid that block because we're seeing, as I, as I said at the, at the start of the show, we're seeing this come up all the time. It doesn't matter whether Heather's speaking at a, um, an expensive event in Australia or I'm speaking at another event that people come to for free over here in the US. We are getting the same information. People are having the same blocks. So we thought, yeah. well, let, let's go and unblock all of these, these blocks and uh, go from there. And I think, and the key thing is this, guys, is it's across all industries, all ages, and all, um, you know, varying levels of business, whether you're a startup or you've been in business for a while. So you're not alone. Not alone. <laughs> so let's start with the first one. This is just, we're no in no particular order, this is one that we always hear, and that is, I don't know what to talk about online. Mm, very popular one, unfortunately. And <laughs> um, a big block. <laughs> yeah, so I guess this one comes from, hey, you know, I, I can write a blog post or two or three, but after number three or four, I'm starting to run out of ideas. Where do I get my information? Now, I like to take it a step back. I know um, some people say, oh, you go and hook up some readers and that sort of stuff, and I'll let you talk about that in just a moment. But there's a couple of sites out there which curate a lot of content. They go and collect information from all sorts of different blog posts and they put it into one site and my favorite site for curation content curation is a site called alltop.com a-l-l-t-o-p.com and basically what that does is you go and search for any topic on any any niche or industry in the world and you'll get all of the blog posts that are relevant to that topic um, and I like to go and find, if I'm, if I'm starting out and I'm thinking, well, I don't know who my experts are. I don't know who the leaders are in this industry. I want to go and find some relevant information. I always go to all top to check it out first. And once I'm there, I type in my industry or the topic that I'm looking for and all top will deliver me a whole range of blog posts and websites that cover that information. From there, I've got access now to these blog sites that are, that are the leaders in the industry. So what do you do from that point, H? So from there, I would take those URLs of those websites that you found um, that you want to follow. And for me, I would basically just, like you're saying, in your industry, I would go into ex the keywords of your industry So, um, because you want to stay on top of what's happening and learn from others around you. So get your industry sites, get a handful of those. I'd, get, I'd start with about five, and then I'd go to Feedly, F-E-E-D-L-Y, and it's an app that you can pop on your mobile device, and you can set it up on your desktop as well take those URLs and paste them into Feedly. And what it does is it pulls through all the recent articles that have been posted on all those sites and puts them into one place for you to, to easily read and um, engage with. So it's essentially, if you think of it, it's like your own little mini magazine on your mobile device that you can flick through. So now you have the URLs. Now you are automatically pulling through their most recent content into one place for it to, you know, so super easy for you to, to see what's happening. And then from there, I would put my own spin on it in two ways. I'd either get ideas for articles to write from Feedly or I would actually do a summary of what's going on. And Andrew, you and I have been doing this for a while with our week in review. Will you, you have Feedly, I have Feedly. We'll see what's happening in our industry and then we'll just do commentary on it. 
Yep. So you can either write it, you can create a video and audio and just say, hey, this is what I think. Uh, here's an article this guy has written about this topic. Um, here's my take on that. And then you can present that to your audience. So it's a, it's a way to, you'll never run out of content ever again by just doing that simple method. So all top, go and find the content and then put it into a Feedly reader. And your Feedly reader is almost like your own personal newspaper. It'll be delivered to you. Find an article, comment on it, make your opinions and then stick them out there. Perfect. Very, very easy. That's all you really need to, to, to use over and over again. Don't even worry about the rest. Uh, and then you'll have great content every every day or every week or whenever you actually want to publish stuff online. All right. Myth busted. Done. Number two. <laughs> here's, the, here's another one. I don't know where to start. Oh, yes. That's a very, very common one. So many people say, I just, where do I go? I don't know. This is all new. I'm just starting out. Um, but I'm just starting out and I don't, don't know where to go. So Here's what I say is that getting online can be confusing. There are so many options out there. There's there's mobile apps, there's websites, there's social media, there's all sorts of things that are being barked at you left, right, and center. I think first and foremost is that you want to own your own property. You want to own something that you call your own, and that's your website. That is the that is the hub. That's the central piece of where all of your business will happen. People will come to your website to make an appointment with you to buy your stuff, to uh, interact. And that would be the most important part is get your website there up and running so that then you can start to work on the other parts of it. You know, use social media to drive traffic to the website. So build your social media presence, but use that as a tool to drive traffic to your website. Now, once they're at your website, H, what do they do? So basically, um, once you have your website, then you want to get your, what we call your opt-in or your party starter and your funnel. So um, that essentially is you just have to have a little box on your website where you collect people's information in exchange for something free. You want to give to them a value. And then you have some autoresponder emails going out behind the scenes to keep them warm and to inspire them to take the next step with you. Um, the key thing about the website that you were saying is, is I think, make sure that you feel like you're in control of it. If you are scared of it or overwhelmed of it or you're frustrated because you can't update it yourself, we recommend WordPress and just get a good person or in your team that you can constantly go to over and over again to get updates. You want to make, make sure you're not overwhelmed by that. Make sure you have your little opt-in box and your funnels so you're actually communicating with people once they come to your site and they leave. And then as Andrew said, focus on traffic, get your social media going so you have other stuff happening off of your website. Yeah. Once you're happy with that, once you're happy with the website, your opt-ins, then you may want to think about running ads and that sort of thing. But I would start slow, baby steps, especially if you're just starting out, baby steps, get your get your own uh, site ready and then you can start going from there. All right. Myth busted. Boom. <laughs> Next. All right. Um, I think the next one is uh, not knowing where to get help. This can be a confusing one for a lot of people. This is a really, really good one. So here is the most important thing is you want to find people who are staying up to date in the online world for you and you're able to reach out to them and ask them questions because online is always changing and it's so full on that really, unless you have your own online marketing agency, you should not have to stay up to date on all of it. You just need to find good mentors or good people in your circle to go to to do that. So what are some um, ideas around that, Andrew, that you would recommend to people? Well, I guess you want to be proactive at the start um, and find, uh, make sure you're getting info from people that you trust. You know, you and I are both 
it's like it's like a you know you watch the TV news and, and you might watch it for a year or six months and then you find that they change or they they're not keeping up to date as much as you like so you may change and go to a different service if you watch the news at all. Um, mm-hmm. I know when I was starting out, I had some people that I would follow religiously about what they were teaching online. If I if you would ask me where those people are today, I don't think they even exist online. They don't do anything anymore, and mm. that's because the internet surpassed them. They either ran out of ideas or they just weren't keeping up with what was happening. So they packed it up and left. So I've moved on to different people and it's going to happen. You're probably not going to have the same people with you for years and years and years. It's very rare that you'll have people that are keeping up with, uh, keeping up with it all forever. So apart from us, so, (laughs) so, um, um, you know, you're going to have to find people that you like the way some people deliver information in certain ways Great, stick to, if that's that's your way that you like and you can resonate with it. Great, stick to it. Um, but it's just a matter of finding who works for you, um, how, who delivers the information that you like to receive it in, um, and then make sure that they are delivering the right information, of course, and then go from there. And I would basically be looking for somebody like you said that's uh, is consistent and ongoing. So is delivering stuff every week ideally because that means that they're staying to- staying on top of things. I would go to their social media accounts and I would make sure that they're active on those as well, giving the inf- information and advice that you're looking for. Um, really look into your experts a little bit more. And like Andrew, or like we were both saying before, make sure you're able to reach out to them and ask them questions. Like I know Andrew in our um, VIP lounge, that's what we do. We have a a tight group of business owners and then we do a couple of live chats every couple of weeks and um, they can get on and ask their questions right then and there. They can address their blocks and get answers and then move on from there. It's important to have a person or, or group of people or business around you that can do that for you. Yeah, that was one thing that I found when I was starting out was that I, I, I would follow some of them, but I wasn't able to access them. They well, wasn't answering questions. So if there was gaps missing that I needed to yeah. happen, I couldn't ask anybody and that was really frustrating. So uh, go and find people that actually can give you the time of day to get that information answered. Absolutely. Good one. All right, busted. What's next? Boom. <laughs> Uh, not knowing how to hire somebody with the right credentials. This reminds me of a recent episode we've done, uh, Don't Be a Wanker, <laughs> <laughs> yes. a couple episodes back. We, we had a whole episode about this because here's the problem with that is you don't know what you don't know. And a lot of people think, just as a quick example, that when you are, say, for example, getting a website done, they think that a web designer is all they need. And what they're not understanding is that you need a strategist or so somebody that is understanding what is happening with websites right now and how to get the most out of them. You need a design that is the graphic person, and then you need a developer, which is the person that codes it and actually makes it into a functioning website for you. Same thing goes with all things online. You are looking for highly specialized roles in everything that you're doing. So if you're going to social media, for example, you want somebody that is two steps ahead of you. You know, you're going to want to go analyze and see what they're doing. And um, are they a social media manager? Are they a business owner? What do they do? So in that case, you know, how, how do you know what to hire with the right credentials? I look for I look into the business a little bit more and I look for somebody that's that's always two steps ahead. Yeah, good. You know, I don't think there's much more I want to add on to that one unless I open up a can of worms and go <laughs> go on for an hour. So I think we've covered that one. 
We have. And I think, guys, go back to ep- our episode, Don't Be a Wanker, which is episode number 76. That's advice that can save your business. It's it's a whole episode exactly on how to um, work with somebody and find the right help for you. Excellent. Boom. I think that one's done. Busted. All right. So the next one is good old favorite of ours and everyone else's. I don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've come across this many times and only when I was teaching some people uh, last week, the guy got up and he said, I've spent, I get what you're saying with websites and I get what you're saying with this and that. And I've spent probably 60 hours trying to make it work, <laughs> but I'm still, I'm nearly there, but I haven't got it yet. And I'm like, wow. Alan, what, not his real name, Alan, what, uh, what is your hourly rate? And he said, well, I do this thing and he was charging a hundred bucks an hour or something. I said, so you spend the equivalent of $6,000 of your own time trying to make this website ready. And you're not even, you haven't even built it yet. You still, you're just learning. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I just, I just, I'm not there yet. And I said, oh, listen to the message, Alan, stop wasting your time and your money Find somebody that you that can do it because your hourly rate you could be out paying yourself or charging yourself out to make a hundred dollars an hour versus um, doing this yourself. It's just ridiculous. And it finally dawned on him that he wasted a lot of time. He could have gone and spent you know his time bringing money in and paying somebody to do the website stuff for him. Yeah. So most people in in the attempt to save money go out and try and learn it themselves. And then they do a really bad job and get frustrated, never finish the project in the first place and have wasted so many time, like you're saying, billable time that they could have gone out and actually gotten clients on board or, you know, grown their business in that space of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they they are frustrated by the whole thing at the end and ultimately have wasted more money doing that by trying to save money. Yeah. So I know they say I don't have enough money. Well, how much money – would it cost – how much is it costing you not to have a website? How much is it costing you not to have this online presence? Because if that's hurting you, then you've got to really think about it and say, well, you know, geez, if I could get money coming in from my website, it would be much better for me to pay up front to get something done properly so then I can bring money in to pay for it. So do it in steps. Get your website up first. Go from there. Get in your, like we said before, get your sort of opt-in and your follow-up emails done next. If you want a membership site, do that next. If if you're concerned about your budget, you can always do it in phases. Do it in steps, but just get started and don't waste your own time trying to learn it all and do it yourself. Yes, very good. I think that's uh, important. I have nothing, else, nothing else to say. <laughs> good. Onwards. <laughs> next one. I don't have enough time. Mm. Guess what, guys? We all don't have enough time. It's a, This is a mindset shift. And I think the key thing around this is we all know we don't have enough time. We're all very, very busy. So you just need to chunk it down into baby steps. So if you don't yet have a website, you know you don't have time, best thing you can do is go and find somebody that can do it for you. Yeah. Or I'll come up with a system. You know, you and I are doing mm. this right now. We've got a, a list of things to do a mile long, but we know that we can't do a hundred things on that list at once. So we're doing two things a day. Each of us, yes. both of us have got two, a step, a two step thing. I say, Heather, what are your two steps for today? And she'll go and do those and I'll go and do my two steps. And then, then we know that there's four steps taken out of that list of hundred. Looking at the hundred is overwhelming. It's like, whoa, where do we even start? I think we're going to start with the easy ones and it doesn't happen. It's like, let's do the 
let's just do two, two steps. Can you do two today? Yes, you can. Great, let's do them. And we're bite size, chunking it down bite sizes at a time so that we can get it done. And I think that's what people are going to look at is let's put it into a little small perspective so we can get it done. I love that. So take a couple steps today towards getting your website right, if that's what you need to focus on. Then from there, keep t- taking baby steps forward to the next phase or next thing that you want to achieve online. But um, if you think of it in terms of, I want my whole online empire and my all my social media and this and that and that, you're never going to get started because you just are spinning your wheels and, and are all it's all too hard at that point. So baby yeah. steps, and then you will always have enough time to get it done. Definitely. Good, good, good. I think that's, that's, that's good. Busted. What else? Have we got any left? <laughs> we have one more. We do have one more. And uh-huh. I love this one because I think I think it actually speaks to all of us um, very deeply. And that is, I'm not good enough. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So before, Andrew, I was saying that when you're looking to engage somebody or hire somebody, you're looking for somebody that's two steps ahead. No matter who you are right now, there are going to be people better than you and people that are behind you. It's just how it is. So guess what? Everybody that's behind you in your industry and your area of expertise, those are your clients. And there's always going to be people that are starting out or have not gotten to where you are with your experience. So you will always be good enough for those people. If you've ever conceived that you're good enough to be an expert, then then you're halfway there, I think. You know, yeah. it's um it's one of those things where this day and age we have the opportunity to put ourselves out there as quickly and easily more quicker and easier than ever before. You know, we don't have to go through TV stations to become an expert. We don't have to go onto a massive amount of radio shows or have write-ups in newspapers to become the expert. You can um, create a lot of the movement yourself. And this is why the internet is so awesome these days because you can have your own TV shows, your own podcast. You can have magazines out there that are yours. You can own this stuff. And this and this is not an expensive thing to do. You know, this podcast, how much does it cost to put this podcast together for us, H? Gosh, like – our, t- our time um, yeah, and we it. have one person on our team that does a little bit of light editing and putting it up on our website how much would it be like 10 bucks maybe for the whole thing uh, time yeah, wise m- yeah 20, 20 um, if we no but probably that's say let's say 30 bucks has cost us for the whole thing yeah for the whole thing that's that's including the website updated you know on our sure. autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast site probably mm. 30 bucks an episode and that's because we've we've farmed it out to somebody else now if you're doing it yourself, yes, you can do it for nothing. So there's not it's not an expensive way no, to get there. Um, but what I'm saying is that these tools are so dirt cheap these days to get yourself out as an expert that um, there is no excuse to be not doing it. And I think what you'll notice, guys, is that when you go back to the initial block that we're talking about on what should you be talking about, you'll notice when you go out to Alltop and you get your hands on some different blog sites and websites in your industry, as you start to follow them, you're going to notice that some of them you're going to think, wow, I didn't know that. But some of them you're going to think, I already know all that. And and it's such a great exercise just to kind of understand how far you've actually come because we all have that carry around that self-doubt and just seeing where you fit in um, using that first step you're going to love it because you will realize you do have a lot more expertise to share than you thought of. Yep, absolutely. And and, and you know what? It starts getting exciting when people start saying, oh, yeah. I don't know who you are. You're like, wow, who's this? Um, <laughs> you know, we, we've, uh, we've been through it and we know how, how rewarding it can be. 
So if you have a bigger business, your voice is still just as important as being a solopreneur or a small business. Um, Because again, think about Steve Jobs, right? Apple, his vision, his voice really drove that brand ahead. So don't be scared to to stand up and step up and, and share what you know. You are good enough. You are. That's all we need <laughs> to say. You are good enough, Miss Busted. <laughs> there you go. So that's that's it. Those are the the main things, guys. And just um, hopefully by now you realize that you can get through any of those blocks that you have been carrying around. Awesome. I think that we're almost coming to the end of our show. That was a super quick, super quick block block episode. Um, <laughs> I know we spoke earlier in the podcast about our VIP lounge. How can people find out more about our VIP lounge? You can go to ayblounge.com or autopilotyourbusiness.com and there's information in there under our trainings. Um, Yeah, pop on by and and have a look at what we can do to help you out. We're always here to answer all your questions when you face these blocks and anything that you do online. Yeah. Um, One thing, if you are listening to us on iTunes, I'm going to do a request. If you could leave us a review on iTunes, it doesn't matter what country you are in the world listening to us, but here's what happens with iTunes. The more reviews you get, the more they put this podcast out in front of people. So when they're doing a search for it, the more higher we go in rankings. And if you think we're giving you some value, all we need is just for you to say, hey, this is a great podcast, or I got lots out of it. It doesn't have to be a very long review at all, preferably five stars if you can. But <laughs> but um, if you could do that, it just helps us get the word out to more people. And uh, we'd really, really appreciate it. We'd love to give you a shout out. And if you don't want a shout out, we don't have to do that either. So if you could do that, whether you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast, Pod, sorry, Podomatic, Spreaker, or what's the other one? iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. There you go. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us again, Heather. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Andrew. And thanks, everybody. Once again, pop on by autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcasts. And we will have all the links there in episode number 78 that we have talked about to you on this episode. Okay. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.